0: back to the Built for the Trades podcast. This is part two of the episode: The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace. Uh, you know, in, in, that, in that first episode, I had interviewed Michael Sauer, and um, you know, he's a certified coach and trainer in the five languages of appreciation. And I wanted to come back on for part two and really pull out a couple of leadership principles that we talked about that. Really, really stood out as important to get across to the leaders in the trade. So, if you haven't listened to the first episode, I encourage you to pause this, go back and listen to it. And I actually, when we come back to this episode, I actually took the assessment for myself, the five languages of appreciation in the workplace, really to get a good idea what you know, what are, what are my top two appreciation languages. So, I'm going to talk about that today. And, and I'm gonna dive into a couple different pieces here, one being quality time and some important key traits that us as leaders need to have when it comes to uh, showing somebody appreciation who quality time is one of their top values. And the other piece is just mindset. So let's start with mindset. The first thing is, is I talk to a lot of people in the trades and one of the biggest complaints I get pain points, whatever you want to call it, is that it's hard to find good help. And then once we find good help, it's hard to retain good help. And the first thing I want to do is I want to squash that mindset because if that is your mindset and that's what comes out of your mouth every day, that is what you're going to get. You see, if you're already speaking that this is going to happen, that people are going to come here and go, or I'm not going to be able to find good talent in my company, well, the answer is, is you're going to receive whatever you're speaking. So the first thing I want you to do is reset your mindset and realize that today in the trades, there are top talented young people looking to find somewhere they can, they can bring their talents and they can ultimately get plugged into a place where they feel a part of the vision, a part of something bigger than themselves. That is really the key. See, people... Want to feel appreciated. And if we are leading in an old school type mindset that do it, do it because I say so, don't argue with me, I don't care about building relationships with you, I don't care that you don't feel appreciated, this is a job, I pay you. If that's the mindset because that's how you were raised, then you have to be willing to squash that. Because if you keep that mindset, there's always going to be that barrier between you and the next generation in line, you know, in the episode, Michael talked about the millennium generation and the Gen Z's being, uh, by 2024 being majority of the people in the workplace today. So it's a, just think about that in a few short years, you are going to need to embrace it or your business is going to start to die. You're going to be paying people to come to your business, writing these sign-on bonuses, whatever is going on in the trades right now—I know that's happening a lot. People are paying sign-on bonuses. That is a temporary fix to a bigger issue that we have. You see, if you're bringing people on based on money, that same person is going to leave based on money. If you're bringing people in based on their talent, based on their core values, you're training them up and you're letting them or and you're allowing them to buy into a vision that you have for your business. That person is going to sustain for long term and they're going, to, they're going to attract other top talented people just like them because talented people hang out with talented people and good core valued people hang out with good core valued people. So that's how I'm starting the podcast. I actually went back and took this five languages of appreciation in the workplace, this assessment. So I'm going to share this with you first. Uh, you know, my primary language is quality time. And uh, it says that you feel appreciated when you're able to spend time with those you value. And so I wanted to dive into that a little bit because, you know, that first podcast, Michael made some really good key points about if, if the person that you're working around, their language of appreciation is quality time. Well, it's not just quality time with you. This may be quality time with their family, with their friends, maybe going out, you know, doing a hobby they enjoy. Uh, We have to be willing to listen to that person and and uncover who they are and what it is that they enjoy doing. And then when we hear those things, he made a great point about, you know, sometimes he emails himself, takes a note, um, does something like that so he can go back and remember what it is that person said about how they like to spend their quality time. But the leadership principle that I really want to dive into when it comes to quality time is giving people your full attention. You know, if, uh, and, and this is a good leadership principle across the board. One thing that he said was, hey, if somebody, if somebody comes into your office and approaches you and you're too busy sending an email, texting, talking on a phone, he actually shared a story about uh, somebody he he knows was sitting one on one with their boss. They just got a new iWatch, and it was dinging. They were sending text messages, sending emails, while they're supposed to be having a one to one conversation with that person. And what that uh, what happened there is that person across the table felt a lack of appreciation. They didn't feel as important as the iWatch and the things going on on that person's iWatch. So what happens that person leaves your business over time there's only so much lack of appreciation lack of quality time that you can give to people so the first leadership principle I want to give you is when you're sitting in front of somebody and you're and you the main thing is you need to be giving that person your full attention there should not be emails phone calls things like that going on literally turn your phone on do not disturb If that person is important to you, give them your full attention. That's going to pay dividends for you. That's going to allow you to have quality time together. And that's going to build that retention tool of that person feeling appreciated. And once you build that retention tool enough, that person's going to be bought in. That person's going to start to attract top talent to your business. So my second language of appreciation is receiving tangible gifts. Uh, I find that interesting. Uh, going back, listening to what Michael was talking about, how he likes to listen to what people say. He he used a story about me liking golf and uh, you know giving a gift card towards a putter. Um, I, I do agree with that. I think that's a great idea. Is is as leaders, we should be listening to what our team is saying, even if they're not talking to us, and taking those notes and realizing that if their second language is gift giving. It's not just giving random gifts that only really goes so far. You got to remember this is the five languages of, of appreciation. This is not just the five generic languages that we do for everybody. So it's tailoring it to that person, giving that gift specifically on maybe a hobby or something that they enjoy, they say they enjoy, and it really resonating with them as you go about, as you go about giving that gift. So. all right so i'm going to recap the five languages of appreciation for everybody listening out there this is assessment you can go online you can take uh, it takes about a half hour to go through Uh, it's very inexpensive but the five languages of appreciation the first one is quality time remembering that um, you know to not be distracted when you're giving people quality time and also remember that that's just not quality time with you sometimes that's quality You know, like for like, that may be somebody who enjoys spending time with their family or their friends or out doing a hobby. Uh, The next one is is words of affirmation. Uh, Michael talked about how forty-six percent of the people in the workplace uh, like words of affirmation. And talking about words of affirmation, we kind of dove into it, and he asked me, you know, well, what was the difference between recognition and and appreciation? Saying that uh, recognition is performance-based and appreciation is about the person. Um, you know, and then uh, so when it comes to words of affirmation, you remember there's two parts to that. Like it's not just um, telling people that you appreciate them because it's of something that they've done good at that moment. It's being able to share words of affirmation or words of encouragement um, when when it's even not even called for at the moment. It's just spontaneous. You're just letting that person know how much they, you know how much you appreciate them. Goes such a long ways. I know Michael talked about how he would like to be up in front of the room, getting those words of affirmation about how good of a job he is doing. Uh, for me personally, I do like words of affirmation, but I would I would rather not be in front of the room, uh, getting those words of affirmation. So you have to know who you're talking to. Uh, the next one is gifts. You know, giving gifts, and this is something that's really common in the trades. Uh, it is a really common way to show appreciation, you know, the easiest way for us to be like, well, you know, they're working hard, they're doing a good job, let's just get everybody $50 Amazon gift cards and hand those things out. So you're really taking a kind of a shotgun approach to appreci- showing appreciation to everybody and you may hand out you know, 10 of those gift cards and only five of the people actually feel appreciated because of it. So you're really, it's not a great investment if you're just going on a generic handout when it comes to gift giving, but we did talk about that earlier. It is important to know what people like, what their hobbies are. You got to build relationships with them. So when it comes to gift giving to tailor made those gifts based on that person would go a lot longer um, in the grand scheme of things. Next one to acts of service. You know, we talked about you know a a lot of times when it comes to acts of serving, we talk about servant leadership, what that looks like. This really can create teamwork in your company because it's about putting aside what you have going on to help somebody else on your team. This could be something you do, you know, in the workplace, personally, um, but acts of service is it, it could be as little as taking out the trash for somebody or or taking their vehicle to get washed or just doing something like that. Could really go a long ways. I know that's one thing that I have done in the past in my home service companies is, um, you know, when it comes to acts of service, is if we have a slow time and we have a few extra apprentices available, we may go out and actually wash vehicles for some of the people in the office just to show our appreciation for them, so they can walk out to a nice, clean vehicle. That can really go a long ways. Uh, one other piece he talked about was physical touch. Talked about how that could be a little bit weird in the workplace, but there are things like putting your hand on somebody else's shoulder while you talk to them. If you know that is one of their languages of appreciation, there's ways that you can do it respectfully, but you do have to be careful in the workplace not to go too far for that and, um, and make sure that you are being, res- respect. You're being respectful to the people around you. So to recap what we talked about today, leadership is a mindset. The first thing I want you to do if you listen to this podcast you have to stop talking negatively about the younger generations about how you cannot find good help and how we cannot retain good help if you speak that it will come to fruition you have to realize that there is a better way but it takes time and you have to be willing to initiate this and take the first step forward so if you're running a a company out there or you own a company and you want to know, okay, Dan, what's the next step? The first thing I would say is go online, let's find the, the, the assessment for the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. I would take it yourself, see what your two languages are, really get a good idea if there's something that you want to share with your leadership team. And the very next step you're gonna to need to do is get buy-in with your leadership team. It could just be your spouse, it could be a 10 people on your leadership team, it could be you know so it's really bringing this to them show you know being transparent on what you have sharing why this is important how it's going to benefit them if we if we all take the assessment we all start treating people the way that you would want to be treated going back to that platinum rule that's the first thing that you need to do and the next thing you need to do is realize that if quality time is somebody's language of appreciation um, the main thing the worst thing that you can do is be distracted during quality time with anybody that you lead so that's you out there I know that busyness can hurt your leadership I know that if you're having a one-to-one having lunch just just talking with anybody if your phone rings and you pick it up and you walk away you've pretty much told that person that that the whoever's calling right now is more important than you Whoever's emailing me right now is more important than you. Whoever's texting me right now is more important than you. This social media that I'm looking at is more important than you. That is a great leadership principle to take away from today's podcast. Put it down, put it aside, put it on Do Not Disturb, and realize that the person in front of you is the most important person in your life. You know, I was having lunch with um, a, a my Ford salesman from my home service company, and uh, I remember having lunch with him. And I was—I I, love to gain wisdom from people. He's a really, really talented salesperson, and—and um, and I said, you know, uh, his name is Rick. I said, Rick, what's one thing that I should know that you know? Um, and uh, you know, just a little bit of wisdom. I was—I was looking for some wisdom, and he shared this very key thing. He said, you know, Dan, love the one that you're with, and I thought. Okay, that's kind of weird, simple, explain more to me, what do you mean by love the one that you're with?" And He said, the person in front of you should always be the most important person in your life at that time. Like You should give them your undivided attention or if you decide to pick up the phone call and you have nobody in front of you, that person on the phone is the most important person in your life. You should be giving them your full attention, your full efforts to serve that person. And I thought, man, that is really good. It's like living in the moment and being present with that person. Instead of thinking about all the things you have to do, the emails you have to send, the phone calls you have to make, it's being truly present with that person. How good is that? Love the one you're with. No wonder why he sells so many vehicles. So, Anyways, hope you enjoyed this podcast. This was a great recap from Michael Sauer, the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. Remember, go out there, lead your best life, lead your team and realize that it's all about your mindset. If you have that negative mindset that it can't be done, then it can't be done. But there's people out there who are talented, young generations looking for top companies to come in, feel bought into the vision, feel appreciated and really can help take your business to the next level. So I hope you enjoy this podcast and I'll talk to you soon.